We are live and recording. <laughs> welcome to Edumompreneur. I'm your host, Stephanie Latrice, and I want to welcome you all to my fifth episode. This is a very special edition because the holiday Mother's Day is coming up. It's actually tomorrow, and I am here with my family. So I'm going to introduce my mom. Mom, you want to say hi? Hi. I almost said her first name, but it just don't feel right calling her by her first name. So that's mom. And then I have my Auntie Jean here. You want to say hi? Hi. This is actually my great aunt. So currently we're sitting in the living room here, and there are four generations of people in here. So my kids are here, me and my sister, my mother, and my great aunt. So it's a pretty special uh, moment for us right now. So, how's everybody doing? Is everybody good? Everybody oh, having a good day? Good. Yes. Okay. Alicia, you're not gonna talk. How you doing? I'm peachy. You peachy? Okay, yeah. good. Cause oh. you in here, so you gotta answer some questions too. <clears throat> Children. Good. Y'all all right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Can you hear us from way over there? Yeah, we can hear you. The the listeners are listening for sure. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple of questions about motherhood and parenting um so i'll just start and whoever wants to answer you may answer um so who could tell me what is one of the most challenging times or things that you had to deal with as a mother most challenging yes ma'am what are you thinking? I'll go ahead and answer. Okay, mine. you go ahead and answer. Um, most challenging thing for me was raising two children as a single mother. I don't have any sisters or brothers, and my mother passed away. My oldest daughter Alicia was 18 months, so nobody was around to help with you, Stephanie, or your sister Alicia hmm. on a regular basis. Now, I did get Auntie Jean to babysit every now and then, and Aunt Jimmy. I remember being at, at, at their houses. But uh, that's about it. I remember you sent us to the country. Yeah, we did. Mass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, man. I used to take you down to uh, Big Mama and Big Daddy's. Yeah, and, and leave us. Yeah, you did. I yeah, remember. For the weekend, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah, I mean, I guess you had to have your time, honey, but whew, <laughs> we, I remember them drop offs. I feel like we was looking in the window waiting to see when you was going to come oh, back. What? But, um, okay. All right, Auntie, you have a, any challenges that you had to overcome or anything that may have been tough at some point as a parent? Hmm. Uh, right off hand, I can't think of any real challenging times I had because uh, I enjoyed being a parent. That's something I had looked forward to being for a long time before I finally got a son. Okay. And, I was just thankful and grateful that I had that I had a, a, a child, and that, uh, I can't think of any real challenging. Well, that's the plus then. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely it a plus. Because it was something I wanted, you know. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Because I definitely could say some challenges that I have um, faced. But I'm going to stick to y'all. I'm going to see what y'all got. I'm not going to oh. answer right now. Okay. Um, so, what have your children 
taught you? What lesson may they have taught you as you were parenting them? Um, to be patient. To be patient. And That's to realize that everything's not going to go the way you want it to go. Mm. But uh, you just have to, you know, I have to say, take the negative with the positive. Mm-hmm. And, and try sure. to enjoy your children as, as much as you can. That's, That's the important thing is to be thankful that you have them mm. that you have a child. You're right. Yeah. You said something there. You said take the negative with the positive mm-hmm. and, and do your best to enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy. Because everyone um, doesn't have the ability to bear children. And so when you think that, think about all those challenges that you may be going through or the negative times with your children, um, you also have to take a step back and reflect and be thankful that we uh, were blessed to be able to bear children. So that's good. Mom? Patience is my answer as well. Okay. That was probably Alicia that taught you all the patience. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go with that. (laughs) I did not not say that. Um, I've never been a very patient person. I like the things that happen. I like for them to be the way I want them to be. Mm. And with children, it doesn't always work that way. No. Uh-huh, that's so true. you just have to slow down, take a breath, mm. and learn to let them do what they need to do at their pace. Mm. Try not to hurry them up too much. I'm going to have to listen to this again for that word because... Um, I've just learned something. Like, I, I think I am you in that moment. Um, I might be a little more patient today, but patience was never um, my virtue, so to speak. And, yes, definitely hurrying kids up or trying, hoping that they would come on and get whatever it is that you may be trying to teach them. Um, however... With parenting, it, it's a lot of repetition. Even as infant, you know, for toddlers, if they're learning something, you're gonna have to tell them over and over. And I think, for some reason, I thought that once they got older, you didn't have to do that. But <laughs> that is not the case. Um, you don't have to tell them or repeat yourself with the certain things that you did when they were toddlers. But it's a lot of repeating of other things, and and I just don't understand. But that will t- roll me into the next question. What is something that I do or I don't do that you did or that you used to do when parenting? Like, what are the differences that you noticed in how you parented me and my sister and versus how I parent my two boys? Well, Be I'm careful, Mama. It's a podcast. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. The, well, listen, like- the people are listening, so just, just tread lightly on me, okay? But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well... My generation didn't put up with as much as your generation from kids. Mm, mm-hmm. Basically, it was when I tell you to do something, I want you to do it now. I shouldn't have to tell you more than once. And there's no explanation why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because I you told said you to do it. I remember that line yeah. vividly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This generation... Particularly you. Out. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you talk a lot. You talk a lot more to the boys. Mm-hmm. You 
explain things to them as to why they have to do this, mm -hmm. why they have to do that. I do. Um, My mistake. They, That's a good thing. Oh, I, come on, Angie. You heard? That's a good thing. Shout I'll out to Angie. She on my team mm -hmm. right now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Mama. Sorry. Oh, um, but they challenge you a lot mm. on things you tell them. Like, why this? Why that? Well, no, I think it'd be better to do it this way. And in my generation, parents didn't do that. They didn't right. allow their kids to do this. Like, you don't challenge me as far as why you have to do what I'm saying do. Mm. Now, it's okay to a certain extent to tell them, okay, I need you to do this because of blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But when it gets to be a big deal, where it's a lot of back and forth, mm -hmm. you didn't do that in my day. You didn't go back and forth with your parents about anything. And you could ask, you know, okay, can you tell me why I got to do this? <laughs> they, you know, they might tell you, depending on your attitude when you ask. Mm -hmm. But... And it's not just you. I think it's a lot of people in your generation. Mm -hmm. They just tend to give kids more leeway about everything. Um, Angie, you want to chime in before I say? I think that's a good thing, though, to give the kids a leeway, to give them a chance to express themselves hmm. and and to know why, you know. It's not just do it because you say do it. I think it's, it's. I think they need to challenge you so that you will explain to them why they're doing it. Okay, that, the, the, that's the difference between the generations. Yeah, my generation didn't do that. Yours didn't either. No, well, you <laughs> did. You did. Yeah, but most people in your generation, mm -hmm. they didn't do that either. No, and that's just the difference. I, Things have changed and evolved mm -hmm. since then, but. Um, I think there should be a balance. Okay. Because if you give them too much leeway, then they won't respect authority, and they can cause problems when they become adults. Mm -hmm. Dealing yeah. with a boss or even like author other authoritative figures, mm -hmm. uh, police officers, or you, you know, too much. You just got to know when to draw the line. Yeah, but I still I think they need to know why. You know, I'm not just. Just, just do it because I said do it. That's not sufficient. Well, sometimes it's it's they need to move. You don't have time to sit there and explain to them why you want them to do something. If it's something that really needs to be done quick, fast, and in a hurry, you just tell them, "Hey, I need you to do this." You don't have time to sit there and explain because time may be of the essence, and you don't have that kind of time. Because mm -hmm. when you start explanations, then that starts them asking questions, mm -hmm. and then that's a long drawn out process but it's a learning process yeah but you may not have time for that learning process <laughs> at that point in time it just depends on what you're doing well what i would say is that i, I appreciate the differences in everyone's answer um i i don't like because i'm like i'm not recording okay yes um so my mother was definitely a no-nonsense person growing up um it was definitely uh, yes, it was definitely because I said so. You gonna move when she say move, or or you gonna get moved, you know, and to a certain degree. But um, I think my auntie's perspective that is some that's different. She's more of an ex, you know, 
more on the side of explaining why so kids have an understanding. My sister just said we need a good balance between the two, and I do agree because, like she said, if a child, especially in today's climate, if you are asking a bunch of questions, like mine do, um, and if they get put into a situation with somebody else, such as police officers or their boss, then they can see that as disrespectful because I do. Uh, at times, if we're if I tell them to do something and they don't do it, or they start talking back, asking why this, why that, versus like I'm used to my mama telling me because I said so, it don't really work. Uh, <laughs> and not just with my kids, but even as an educator, I remember walking into a school three years ago, and the principal said, "The days where you tell a student to do something because you said so are pretty much over," mm-hmm. and. It's not because that's how he wanted it to be, but that's because the society we were in. Kids literally have everything. They they can access anything at their fingertips right now. And I think because they have too much access to things, they have so many things going on in their mind and so many wonderings and so many things that make them curious, which creates the challenge. Not that it should create a challenge for whatever the parent is telling the child to do, but I think it it causes curiosity like I was a very curious child I didn't act on it most of the time most of the time I, I don't know how slick my mouth was back then <laughs> but uh um because you said do whatever you said do and I understood that mine I started explaining at a very very early age which is I think where I went wrong to a certain level I went actually went to a parenting class where they said you don't explain as a kid, and it was a Christian um, um, class that I went to parenting class, and they there was a video a book you know we went through the whole six week program because I was tired uh, at this point. And my children I think were maybe seven, six, seven, but what I learned from the class is at an early age you're not supposed to explain so much. You just tell them don't do this because. I said not to do it and for them to understand that whatever it is you're telling them not to do or to do is because you as their parent have the best interest at heart. However, when they get older and they have these uh, this peer pressure and these relationships that they have to navigate, now you start, then you start explaining why they need to do certain things so they can make the best decisions for themselves when you are not around with an understanding. And so I was like, okay, cool. However, I did mine backwards. I did a whole bunch of explaining and tried to change and go to because I said so. And, and but that transition just didn't really, it didn't really work out for me uh, in, like I thought it would. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm saying all this. My kids, they are really good kids. <laughs> let, let me say that. I do have two, two respectable and respectful young men. Um, they just are very curious and in... I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> um, and as a single mom too. Yes, uh, as a single mom, you have your challenges. Mm-hmm. It's definitely challenging because what I've noticed in children just respond to men differently, mm-hmm. no matter what. I, I've seen it just walking around the mall. If I see young men with the with their father versus young men with their mother, I've experienced it. It's just a different response that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why that is, but but that's what it is uh, that I've seen. 
not that that's all the time you yeah. know that i know there's cases where young men are, are afraid of their single mother and they wouldn't dare try her i know that's the case too mm-hmm. but um well, this is where we are uh so then ma let me ask you this who's your favorite child wow that's not that. I don't have a favorite. <laughs> That's not a favorite. What? I, you sure? How you doing? Hello. You don't. You don't have a favorite child. I wasn't no. your favorite. No. Oh, well, at least you woke up you for that equally. one. Uh-huh. You're, you're two different people. You have two different personalities. There's some things I like about one that I don't like about the other, and vice versa. Ooh. But as far as love, I <laughs> you don't like the same. Right? Did you caught that, Angie? She says yeah, things she don't like. Things you do that I don't like. It's not. The, yeah. oh, okay, because I was gonna say I am you, Mama. Just a younger version. I'm just playing. I love you, Mom. Um, good, good answer. Yeah. Good answer, because uh, Alicia woke up for that one. I think she was waiting on the answer. I don't yeah. know. But see, I should have played the game like y'all play. Whoever asked you who maybe you were, you said yours. Mm-hmm. So I should have yeah. said, I love you the most because you're the one asking the question. Yeah, I'm the hostess with the mostest right now. I think I think that would have been appropriate. It's cool. That would not have been a fair answer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not the right answer. No. Well, let my children tell her they think I have a favorite. No, you don't have a favorite. Of course not. I told them that. They know I love yeah, Why they look, they, they why y'all look at each other? But, but you don't have a favorite. Mm-mm. They're both your children. Lies, you my favorite? No. Bri, <laughs> you my favorite? No. <laughs> Y'all are both my favorite. <laughs> Y'all didn't see that coming. Huh? Y'all weren't ready for the no? <laughs> Oh, no favorite. Right, no, absolutely not. I love them the same. And like, <laughs> it's all good, too. Oh, yeah. That's when y'all were kids growing up. Some of the things y'all did, I didn't like. Really? I don't remember those times. You don't? Okay. When, when, the truth. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Alicia? The people didn't hear you. What? When you were not telling the truth. Who was not telling the truth? Right. I'm with Aunt Jean. Who was not telling the truth? I was going to say, Alicia, you want to... <laughs> hey, hey, them stories I told in confidence. Okay. Uh, Alicia, you want to get some off your chest? Not today? Okay. Now, are, you said when I wasn't telling the truth, did you tell the truth all the time? I didn't really talk much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she didn't. This is true. You didn't. She didn't say a whole lot, and I think that is like omitting information, too. So, you know. Whether I said mine out loud, out loud. Out my own business. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? I have a question for mom. You have a question for mom. Go ahead. So what punishment do you have for Stephanie for that one time she wrote on my wall and <laughs> didn't tell the truth about it? First of all, before <laughs> my mother answers your question <clears throat> regarding me and something I allegedly did. About 30 years ago. Allegedly wrote on your wall. We both got a whooping, so there is the punishment. We both got a whooping and I had to sleep in the room too. You probably didn't want me there. I but deserve it. So. Okay, okay, let mom answer. Well, that was the an answer. You, y'all already got punished. She already got punished for that, but you did too. Right. That means you owe her additional punishment. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. She's a little old now. Yeah, Alicia. <laughs> she's not punished for it. Um, I still owe you for 
spilling that red Kool-Aid on my white tiger too. Listen, listen, Ooh. we are really reaching back um <laughs> some years. <laughs> However, you all what, seven, I, six? I don't remember know. exactly how old I was, but I do know that um, I was already punished for all of these things that y'all are speaking of on today. I didn't get to go to Six Flags. Our very first time that we were going to go to Six Flags, we didn't go because somebody somebody spilled the red Kool-Aid on your white tiger. And um, whoever did it just messed it up for everybody. So we didn't get to go. So I feel like that was the punishment, Ma. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously... <laughs> I think yeah, I think back. <laughs> yeah. You, I feel like we should move to a more positive light because I don't, I don't know who y'all are speaking of. <laughs> you want me to talk about Rocky? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh yeah, go ahead. Parenting style with Rocky. Yes. Okay. So my sister is a what do you call it? Pup? A fur parent? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go fur ahead. A, a fur mama. <clears throat> go ahead. Got the most adorable Yorkie in the world. Rocky Balboa Berkeley. That's debatable. That adorable. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Rocky. Go ahead. He just kind of walks all over me. <laughs> if I'm sleeping, he treats me like a piece of furniture, but he loves me. <laughs> he does love you. Whether he listens to you or not, he loves you. Oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, is there any advice? Let me see. Before I move to that question, mm. trying to think since we was all deep in the past. Now we gonna move forward. Okay, is there any advice that you would give to a new parent, especially in this climate? I don't know. It's today's. I don't know. It's it's so different today. But as I'm thinking about how you said. Oh, no, let me ask this question. Do you think that if you were to have raised my children exactly how you raised me and my sister, that they would come out like me and her, how we came out, how we turned out, as far as, like, not challenging you, saying yes to ma'am at every drop, and not, you know, it was because you said so? I don't know how to answer that. There are different breeds. Definitely. From what you two were. They learn things at an earlier age than you did. Mm -hmm. They have the internet at their fingertips Mm -hmm. where they can just go and look up anything they want to know. However, I think they would have, it probably would have been about the same thing as far as how I handled them. Might have been a little difference, maybe a little bit more leeway, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been a whole lot. Okay. No slumber parties. <laughs> Y'all didn't have slumber parties anyway. What are you talking about? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely did not. That one, one time, that was it. And it was combined. But, okay. Alicia, any advice? You want to give? I don't know. For the new fur, mothers? The, yeah, the new mothers, the fur parents, whatever. You, Put a tracker on that phone. Put a tracker on the phone. Okay. Yeah. For the new mothers, they're going to be infants. Uh, not, oh, for when they get old. Okay, never mind. I'm following. <laughs> anything else, children? Is there anything that you want to say? Yeah, let's hear from the 
Anything y'all got to say? Y'all want to talk about me being a mother and how much I love me? Oh, we love you. Uh huh. You are an amazing mother. Take care of us. Treat us well. Make us love us. Uh, Help us, yeah. Help us grow. Be great. I appreciate it. I think some, you know, sometimes we may not see eye to eye, but you know, still, somehow we still, you know. Yeah, we don't see eye to eye because you're shorter than me, dude. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and no, like, I didn't I, eat. I'm like okay. at your height. I thought I ate I'm in that front That's not I'm it. I'm about to pass you on. Like, okay. Okay, buddy. You think so. Um, but, yeah, we still, um, you know, find a way back to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't either, but, but I, okay. So, all right. Um, Alicia, any last words? Anybody have anything they want to say before we close this session out? Uh, motherhood is a joy. And for those who are mothers, I wish them the best of luck in raising their children. And they just have to be vigilant, be prayerful, mm-hmm. and do the best they can do. I think that's a good note. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree. Definitely be in prayer. <laughs> yes. Prayer helps. It really does because there's no manual to motherhood. Mm-hmm. And you don't always feel like you're getting it right. But I feel like at the time, whatever decision that you make, you're doing the best that you can at that particular time. And as you go through motherhood and parenting as you grow through that then you'll learn you know how to handle certain situations but but it is a journey it's a trial and it's the error you're not always going to be perfect and um that's okay it's even okay to admit sometimes when you're wrong as a parent for the longest i was like no <laughs> like if it's yeah. something that didn't go well because I'm the parent, I'm like, okay, no, I shouldn't. I'm just gonna roll with it anyway. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong in a certain uh, sense, and I think it's beneficial to children to see you acknowledge something that may be wrong, and then I think you're teaching them to do the same thing. Um, but yes, it motherhood is a joy. I'm very blessed to have my two sons I love them dearly and uh, I'm blessed to have my mother still here living uh, on this earth and my great aunt and so I thank you ladies for being here with us today and for being my special guest I love y'all and happy Mother's Day well, thank you thank you I love you happy Mother's Day to you too That's and right. to all your listeners mm-hmm. yes. and I want the boys to say something Happy Mother's Day, 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 Mother's Day
stay prayerful. Stay prayerful. God is a miracle working God, and I believe that he will do it for you um, if that is your desire. So just stay prayerful, and I believe that his will will be done. Okay. It will.